Just give me a moment with my headphones. I can hear you though. It's not through them. Good, good, good. Hey, can you still hear me? Can, yes. Audio's fine. I've never used these headphones. You sound a little more distant. Is everything okay? <laughs> no, it's great. Don't worry about it. Uh, all right. We have. Um, how do you prefer your. Your your handle to be pronounced soy two, yeah, nah, soy two is fine. Soy, however, however you like it. Very nice, very nice. Welcome, welcome. Like we have uh, thank you one other that will be joining us when I see him in the chat. Um, how's everybody doing today? Yeah, I just uh, I sent him a DM. Hopefully, he'll be on in uh, just a second. Uh, spade, spade, we're looking out for. Great, yeah, yeah. So, how's everybody doing today? Yeah, pretty good. Um, obviously, uh, we've been chatting in the DMs and uh, been uh, been hearing that you guys are going to be shipping some stuff. So, uh, so yeah, happy to come up and, and chat about that. Hundred um, percent. Doing great as well. Good to be back on the spaces after a little bit of a break. Um, hope all of you guys had a fantastic holiday season. I know I did. You still haven't taken your Santa hat off your your avatar. So I think no, you're still no. Either is soy. Still in the festive spirit. Oh, yeah. I hadn't even noticed. Yeah, just, just to point that out, I'll have to sort it out. It's bad luck or something, Christmas hat in January, right? It's, it's maybe a bit uh, uh, wistful seeming at minimum. But yeah, I think uh, maybe I'm not spoken to anyone who uh, didn't, you know, enjoy getting a bit of downtime over Christmas and stuff. I think like the back end of last year, there's been so much going on. Everyone's been like really busy and uh, just, yeah, good to get a bit, a bit refreshed and come back uh, nice and uh, ready to, to hit 24. I think uh, space down in the crowd now, if you want to send them an invite. Yeah, yeah, hey, we've got him up there. Hey, how's it going? Going well. How about you guys? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. As well. Uh, quick disclaimer, I did get rugged my, by my internet like five minutes ago. So it seems to be back now, but if I drop, I'll just, uh, you know, turn the internet on and off and uh, try to reconnect. Understandable. If you drop to the middle of the we'll just, uh, just I'll wait until you come back. Uh, okay, thank you everybody for joining us for this uh, Enterprise DAO space featuring uh, Neutrons. We have Soy and Spade uh, here from, from Neutron, as well as myself, Swiggy, and Vlad from Enterprise Protocol. Um, thank you so much for coming. Uh, we're just going to... Uh, 
talk about a couple of uh, things about enterprise and how they, uh, you know, can benefit, be leveraged by, uh, you know, interact with the Neutron um, community. Uh, so first off, I want to I let you all know uh, what is uh, now possible on Enterprise Protocol. Um, namely, last month, end of last month, we launched uh, cross-chain treasuries on Neutron. So any Enterprise DAO can uh, open a cross-chain treasury on Neutron to directly interact with uh, Neutron dApps, um, you know, get Neutron assets, things like that. Uh, so that was a big, big upgrade. We did that for a few other chains as well. Uh, really opened up the uh, possibilities. However, there's another big thing that will be released uh, today. Almost got released right before this, but it's going to be right after this. Uh, Vlad, do you want to do the big reveal on that? Yeah, thanks for the intro. So um, what we have coming up in just a couple hours, I'd say even less, is cross-chain staking. Um, and namely one-click staking for assets um, across several different chains. Um, and so as you guys know, uh, one of the missions for enterprises is to go cross-chain and to offer that same native look and feel um, for, any, for any chain that we hit. And so Neutron's obviously one of those. Um, and so what one-click or cross-chain staking allows you to do um, is take any asset that, um, is supported by, by Pulsar, which is most of them, um, and then bring that and, and stake it on Enterprise. And as long as you're using Station, um, which, is, which is the wallet um, that, that Enterprise supports, you're gonna be able to stake, you're gonna be able to create um, you know, Enterprise DAOs, and you're gonna be able to interact with them uh, very, very seamlessly. And so we're super excited because this opens up Enterprise as a tool um, both for you know multi-sig users as well as token communities on Neutron, um, and this allows them to you know have one more really good uh, tool for governance that they could use. Um, and we're super excited to see what communities spring up from that um, on the Neutron side on the Neutron side of things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, so that's going to be released. Uh, yeah, a couple hours. Uh, we're also adding a gas top-up feature so that. Uh, if for some reason uh, you're low on, uh, you know, Neutron's token, you're trying to interact on their, their chain, I don't know why you'd be low on it, uh, it'll, uh, it'll just uh, prompt you and, and let you top up real quick. Um, that's true for, for any token, uh, or any fee token on any chain. Um, really, really cool little feature. Uh, so let's uh, open up to you. Uh, I know you heard about this uh, just a few minutes ago. We were, we were we're trying to trying to get it out uh, before the the space. And uh, what are your what are your thoughts about how you know organizations, DAOs, uh, multisigs on Neutron could leverage this? Yeah, this, this sounds super interesting. Um, before before we dive into like before I answer your question, do you mind if we take it like a bit step by step? Because the features sound super interesting, but I'd love to wrap my head around how it works. So what like. Let, let, let me sort of like depict the flow as I understand it so far, and you correct me if I if I make a mistake, right? That's so good. let's say I have an enterprise DAO on like Terra or Neutron, and I have some tokens in it in its treasury, right? So it can be either like a multi-sig or an, an actually like um, token DAO or NFT DAO and such. And I want to stake these assets 
and get the the yield claimed in the treasury of my DAO, I can just like go and there's like one button and it takes it, IDCs it to the other chain and stakes it. Um, so right now, what we actually offer is um, is native treasuries. So what you would do for your DAO is spin up a, a treasury on whatever chain that you want, and you would just deposit native assets into that chain, um, and then interact with it, um, you know, just like you would interact with um, with any other treasury. So if you have like staking on Neutron, for example, or you want to do something on Neutron, um, you'd have those assets actually sit on Neutron. Um, no IBC involved with that, with, with those particular assets. And they're just moved around uh, the exact same way as like any native multi-sig or, or, or treasury. Okay, so then let's say I am a team or a DAO that's native to Neutron and I want to stake some Luna. I would, let's say I have my Luna on Neutron. I then first IBC it to Terra like IBC back because that's sort of like where it was initially and then just deposit it into the local treasury. And then from there on, I can swap it, stake it, whatever I want through this by making proposals locally, right? That's exactly yeah. right. So if you do have the assets, like, yeah, if you do have Luna on Neutron, um, you just send it over to your Neutron treasury, uh, to your Terra treasury, my bad. And you would, you know, interact, stake with, um, and and interact with any uh, any DApps that we have on Terra, um, and you can do this for any other chain that we support as well. Um, and so currently, we have a handful of them. Um, you know, Neutron's one of them, but there are a few others. And each DAO can actually have one um, or all of these treasuries enabled. Yeah, and and one other. Uh, point to clarify, I, I realize sometimes uh, Vlad and I are looking at this stuff all the time, so uh, didn't didn't uh, uh, lay out quite clearly enough. The the new um, feature that's going to be released here in a couple hours uh, will specifically be for uh, staking governance tokens. Um, so, for example, you have a, a you know a DAO on Neutron, and they want to uh, you know, or maybe you have a group on Neutron, they want to make a DAO. Uh, and they're like, well, we want to use our Neutron token that we've created uh, as the governance token. Uh, you know, now they can do that through Enterprise DAO. Uh, so that's the, the new feature that's, that's uh, dropping here in a couple of hours, uh, which will allow you know, Neutron DAOs to use the platform, to use their Neutron token um, for, for governance and, and use that for voting and, and you know, staking so they can vote. Ah, I see. So I can take any token create a DAO around it, even if it already exists and has other DAOs potentially attached to it, and use that as my governance token. Exactly. So you can spin up a brand new enterprise DAO. Um, it's all the same native experience as tokens that originate on Terra. Um, and so what you would do is just when you're creating the DAO, you'd select your token. Um, we'd detect um, what that token is. And then a whole new DAO is created around that. Um, and then when users actually come in to stake that asset, um, same experience, what they would do is just um, sign that Neutron transaction and it would stake um, into the enterprise DAO. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I wonder how, like when you're going to get amphibious customers. Um, all right, yeah, that's sick. Congratulations, folks.
Yeah, well, thank you so much. Uh, we're also going to uh, get uh, uh, the big boss, Chris Amani, just joined. What's going on, Chris? Hey, what's up? What Did you guys talk about the kind of the enterprise model and wh why what um, why this cross-chain staking is so important? Not yet. <clears throat> um, if you want to kick us off, yeah. That, so I think the thing. Start that discussion. Yeah, I think the thing about about enterprise that's unique is the architecture, right? Like we 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 started building this. Um, we were kind of fortunate in that we could design it. We, we were designing it at a time that IDC was pretty fairly well along, and like all of these new tools like packet forwarding middleware allowed a lot more chain abstraction than previously had been allowed, and so. Um, the idea with enterprise is um, is is that we're going to keep you know the governance sits in one place regardless of where you are. So you can create a if you're on Migaloo, you can create a Migaloo DAO. If you're on Neutron, you can create a Neutron DAO. You can create an Osmosis DAO. You can create any DAO you want, but that governance hub still sits on Terra and doesn't have to be replicated across all of these chains. Um, so. But you use like kind of the UX and IBC and all the tools available in IBC to abstract away that experience. And so when you land in enterprise, regardless, you know, you just want to create a DAO, right? And you want to create a DAO with whatever token you want to create that DAO with um, on the chain where you're sitting. And you don't want to worry about having to bridge things over or... In the case of like enterprise, you don't want to go, it's like, hey, am I on the Terra version of enterprise or am I on the Neutron version of enterprise or am I on the Osmosis version of enterprise? There's just one version of enterprise. And what it allows us to do is that, you know, we can lock your tokens. So if you're a Neutron, you can create that DAO. Um, the DAO spun up. The governance, the tokens from Neutron are, are locked on Neutron, but you're able to vote in this centralized governance hub that we have on Terra. Um, but it's like a completely seamless experience. You don't have to bridge your tokens over and then vote on Terra. You're just in enterprise. You have tokens, you have the appropriate tokens on whatever chain you wanna have them on. Um, enterprise recognizes that. It allows you to lock them and vote. It allows you to claim staking rewards back to whatever chain you wanna claim them to. It's really like this version of enterprise is kind of like the final, um, implementation of this cross-chain abstracted experience where you no longer have to copy and paste your application onto every chain you want to launch on. And so, number one, it makes the experience significantly better because there's not 10 different versions of enterprise sitting out there. There's only one. Um, and number two, it just it like significantly increases our development velocity because now we're not having to maintain you know, 10 different implementations of enterprise. We just have one. And so I think like um, what you saw right before the holidays was we were able to last cro launch cross-chain treasuries on like seven chains in seven days. And now with this one, we're able to, um, you know, with this, we're able to um, like implement, you know, this cross chain staking, voting and rewards claiming, and it just automatically becomes a bit, we don't have to launch that on 10 different chains. It's just automatically available on every chain that we already support. And so uh, really clean, a really elegant architecture and a really elegant um, UX and UI for users. They just, it starts to just look like a regular application 
uh, kind of similar to station where you're not, you don't have to flip between different chains to accomplish things. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. That's very impressive. Um, I think that's actually very, very close to sort of like Neutron's philosophy about like scaling dApps cross-chain. Um, so like that, that definitely resonates. Um, in terms of the the architecture, actually, like how do you resolve the votes um, cross-chain? Actually, that, that's. I mean, I, I can imagine that Warp is involved uh, in some of this process, um, but maybe I'm wrong. So I'd love to learn more about it. Yeah, it's actually it's actually all resolved on Terra, and so whenever you or one of your users interacts to vote, um, that vote is a is a Terra transaction, and. You know, our philosophy uh, at Enterprise combined with Station is that um, for the user, it shouldn't really matter um, what chain that action is taking place on from the terms of user experience, right? Like you shouldn't have to, you know, um, have tokens on a chain um, just to be able to use it. Um, you shouldn't have to, you know, sign into the Terra version of Enterprise, like like Chris was saying, to be able to use all the features on Terra. It should just be one unified experience. Um, and so since the governance hub is found on Terra, those transactions are actually signed on the Terra side. Um, and because we support Station, that's all a seamless experience. Um, now, imagine your users never even use Terra, um, meaning they don't have any Luna. Um, what we offer both um, within Station um, and on the enterprise front end is a gas top up. And so if you don't have um, a particular gas token on any chain that enterprise supports, um, then you'll be prompted for this gas top up. Uh, you top that up first, uh, make sure that you have that gas token. And once that gas token gets uh, transferred to your wallet, you're able to proceed as usual. Okay. so. For, for from the perspective of a neutron user, then um, let's say there's a DAO that's deployed on, like an enterprise DAO that's deployed on neutron, right? The governance logic of this DAO actually sits on Terra, but the user doesn't have to know about this because when they go to the UI and connect with their station wallet, their station wallet contains a key for both uh, the neutron network and all of the other supported Cosmos networks anyway. So it's just that when they click sign that transaction, it's going to, if needed, ask them to top up and help them do so, and then submit the transaction directly on Terra. So, right? Yeah, you've got that exactly right. Um, yeah, that was a perfect explanation. So then I have only one question about the mechanism, which is like, how do you count voting power that is staked on other chains? Yeah, so that's actually IBC'd, um, and and then using IBC, we're able to stake it, um, stake it into the enterprise DAO um, on on the on the Terra governance module, and then the governance module has a count and tally of all the voting power. I see. So staking on another chain than Terra basically forwards the stake to the main governance instance. Exactly, and then when you unstake it back. You can choose to unstake it back to Neutron. Um, all of that's done in one click. Um, and so the experience is exactly the same um, as if it was on Terra. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I like the philosophy here of building something that scales and that's maintainable, but also doing so in a way where you've taken you know, all of the steps required to actually abstract that crushing complexity from, from the user. I think that's the right philosophy. Appreciate it. Yeah, we believe so as well.
Um, so I have one question about like how you, well, actually I have two questions. Um, the, they're, they're fairly general, but I think they're kind of like interesting to understand the product and, and where it's headed. Um, the first one would be, what's your so like three year vision for um, enterprise, right? What's the, the, the big goal um, and where you'd, you'd want to see the product if it's like as, as successful as it should be? And the second question, I guess I'll get to afterwards. Yeah, sure. So I, I honestly, we don't have a three-year vision um, for in, in, in terms of product. I think we have three years worth of product envisioned into one year. Um, and Chris, if you, if you want to speak about that, um, Chris has a really good you know, idea of the product and, and where we're going to be taking that. Um, and you know, we actually just talked about this earlier today. Nice punchline, by the way. Yeah, I thought that was pretty smooth. Uh, hold on, let me get uh, uh, Chris back up here. Uh, while he's loading in, I did want to say you mentioned Warp. Uh, we actually did use Warp to migrate DAOs to the uh, latest version uh, late last year. So uh, Warp, very, very useful for, for things like that. Um, uh, highly, highly uh, suggest people check out. There's a thread on the Warp Twitter a little while, while ago that, that outlined that. Uh, I can talk. Um, the, the question was about... Um, the three-year vision for enterprise division. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, so we want the way we think about it is we're building two platforms um, that are Terra, I would say Terra adjacent. They will eventually drive utility directly to the Terra blockchain, but they, they have to be cross chain, cross chain protocols for all the reasons that I um, laid out in my Cosmoverse presentation. But, um, uh, those two platforms, one of them is like a consumer platform and one of them is a business platform and station is that consumer platform. And so providing the wallet, um, providing all of the dashboarding and, you know, other things that we're going to be building within um, by combining Pulsar and station. Um, I, I would really say probably station plus Pulsar is the consumer platform. Um, and it's like the integration of those is going to be really valuable. But for enterprise is the B2B platform. And so the first product under the enterprise umbrella was Enterprise DAO. And we expect to continue to expand that to, you know, encompass the best, you know, decentralized governance features and to make the cross-chain experience really smooth. Um, but there are other products that we're building within that. We have a treasury product that we're building within it, which is kind of like a cross-chain IBC-enabled Gnosis safe. Um, that businesses and protocols can use uh, to manage their treasuries. Uh, we have a payments product that we're building within it. So that allows for token vesting contracts, airdrops, streaming payments, uh, payroll uh, that we'll be launching within it this year. Uh, and then the, you know, the last one that we want to put together uh, or that we have kind of on the roadmap for this year is a uh, labor market as well. So a place where um, protocols and businesses within crypto can post jobs identify, you know, talented uh, people to do those jobs, uh, leave reviews, kind of like a decentralized uh, Upwork or Fiverr. Um, and then it just continues to build from there. The, the way I would imagine enterprise looking two or three years from now is, is like an ERP for Web3. It's probably like the buzzword way I would say it. So, you know, Oracle, SAP, NetSuite, uh, 
all of these tools that that work for Web 2 but don't work at all for Web 3, um, Enterprise will be a suite of tools kind of similar to those being a suite um, that allow business to happen um, in crypto. Yeah, I think I think that was really well said. And I think we can summarize that as, you know, we want enterprise to be the most powerful place for you to build and manage your protocols and businesses in Web3. Yeah, that's great. That's a super cool vision. How do you see like enterprise um, fare against like some of the competitors, both in like in Cosmos with protocols like DowDow and others, and uh, outside of Cosmos, I think Squads is one in uh, the Solana ecosystem that looks pretty good. Um, there's obviously like the the big boys in the Ethereum ecosystem, um, which would be I guess like Aragon, um, Gnosis, and the others. Yeah, I can go real quick and then I have to jump off. Um, yeah, I mean, I think like, you know, um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, a bet on enterprise is a bet on like a different model than DowDow. And so we'll see which model works. We think that by having more of a, like a streamlined architecture and like this, not having to maintain code across a number of different chains, we're going to be able to bring product to market Um much faster than if we had to maintain the code bases where we've copy and pasted across all of these different chains. And so ultimately I think like the better product will win and um, we'll compete friendly competition. Um, and, you know, we think that our model will result long-term in a better product and a better experience and that it will win. Um, I think we're behind um, squads. I think we're behind uh, Gnosis safe for sure. And so in order to catch up, we're going to have to get scrappy. We're going to have to build faster than them. Um, we're going to have to bring something new to the table that they don't have. Um, and I think we have a few of those tricks up our sleeve and ready to go. Um, you know, the one thing about those products is they're kind of religiously tied to their own ecosystem. Um, whereas, you know, we come at this from an IBC perspective and we just think cross chain into everything we do. And so... Um, you know, if their version of the world wins and Solana is the blockchain for everyone, you know, they'll probably win. But if, you know, if we think that there are going to be hundreds of blockchains across Ethereum, Solana, Cosmos, and all these other ecosystems, uh, I think we're probably well positioned to like build the right product for that potential future. Hey guys, I'm gonna jump. I, I, yeah. I have a I have a meeting right now, but uh, thanks for having me on. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for thanks. joining. Bye. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, and I think uh, I'll just kind of, kind of follow up on the um, to a couple points of that. Well, a lot of times right now when we speak about enterprise, we'll say like enterprise protocol, but like how we think about it really is we've only released enterprise DAO. Like there will be you know enterprise treasury and payments and labor markets, maybe those aren't the names, whatever we call them. Um, and those will come down the line and enterprise will, will be, you know, all of those. Right now we're just doing DAO. Um, I think, yeah, I agree with Chris. I think like Gnosis Safe and Squads have a lot of really cool stuff. Um, you know, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna try to, to do all that and better, but we got, we got a lot of stuff planned. Yeah, it certainly seems so. Um, one of the, functions you, you mentioned is like uh, enterprises like treasuries right and there's this idea um that you know like if 
Web3 can like continues to be successful and DAOs sort of like become a new model of business of being, building like internet native entities and businesses and such. Um, you'll see more and more DAO to DAO deals and agreements for various um, types of purposes. Given the financial nature of the industry, it probably makes sense that at least the forerunners in those would be like financial in nature. Um, how do you think about like other protocols in the ecosystem that are building kind of like tooling like this and thinking like Timeway, for example, seems to be, you know, fully dedicated on building uh, tooling for these things. Have you, you know, chatted with these guys? Are you rebuilding your own solutions? What, what are, what's the plan? Uh, what was the protocol uh, that you said? Timeway or Timewave? Yeah, Timewave, um, aka the allocator. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, a little, little, little sidebar. I'm I, uh, most uh, before I joined uh, TFL, uh, I was working uh, in the Ethereum ecosystem, so I'm familiar with like Superfluid over there, uh, which I think is a really great organization. A lot of what they're doing is is really really cool, um, and like. I know, I know that's uh, a lot of that kind of functionality is is being built into payment. Uh, yeah, we, we. Sorry, I'm not. I'm gonna cut you off for a sec. Um, just to mention that we already have a protocol that we built that is very similar to this and very similar to Superfluid. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but it's called um, Fountain. And we actually had this built about a year ago, but we haven't found like the perfect spot to put it. And I think with the enterprise payments coming out, we essentially found that market gap and, and you know, a good spot for it. And so you can expect to see that soon. How did you say it was called? It was called Fountain. Um, and right. so that's basically like a payments primitive. It includes, you know, regular vesting, uh, regular sending, um, bulk sending, stuff like that. And it also includes like streamable payments. Oh, that's cool. It, does, does it have any functionality to do stuff like, hey, let's uh, co-provide liquidity for our governance assets or that, that kind of like cross-chain enforceable deals? Yeah, so Fountain itself is very primitive. Um, and so it just has like single way, um, uh, single way streaming and single way sends. But what you could, what, what you could do with Fountain and the way it was built um, is you could um, you you could do these agreements and these double way sends if you set up like a layer on top of it. And that's what enterprise payment is going to do. Um, we're actually going to be the first customers of Fountain um, by integrating features like this and. Um, we don't have you know exactly what we're going to do with fountain but i think something like these two-way liquidity agreements could be something interesting because we're seeing that a lot in the markets right now nice interesting great uh then i wanted to um also bring it back uh talk about a lot of uh, enterprise stuff i want to talk about some neutron stuff uh but also enterprise stuff so um uh, enterprise DAOs uh, since since last month have been able to uh, you know, open Neutron uh, treasuries and to interact um, on chain with Neutron apps. So I wanted to to open it up to to both of you, uh, Swine Spay, and uh, what what apps uh, or you know different things should enterprise DAOs, existing ones and future ones, uh, look to use on on Neutron? 
So, sorry, just to make sure that I got the question right, which dApps should enterprise DAO be able to use on Neutron? No, no, which ones should they? Anything that, you know, basically I'm saying, you know, shield the cool stuff on Neutron. Right? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, like Neutron launched last year, uh, like, so like halfway through the year. So it's still a new network, but I think, you know, Astroport is, um, I think by now, the second largest um, DEX in the ecosystem. So it's, you know, it's a great venue to trade on um, or provide liquidity, especially with uh, passive concentrated liquidity, which is, you know, a version of concentrated liquidity that you don't get wrecked on if you don't log in every five minutes to rebalance your position. Um, so that's that's one. There's um, Mars Protocol as well that I'm sure everyone here is, is familiar with, especially if you've got some history in, in Terra like, like, like we do. Um, and Mars is super cool because, you know, not only is it a great money market, but they're working on a very interesting set of primitives, including the credit accounts, which is the idea that, you know, like if, if you knew Mars V1 sort of uh, before the Terra crash on Terra Classic back in the days, um, they had this feature, which they still have today, um, by the way, but this feature that enabled whitelisted protocols to essentially... Um, it was presented as like taking under collateralized loans, but actually it's more so that the collateral stays and is deployed along with what's borrowed, right? And what's really interesting about this is that it allows you to make much more capital efficient um, either liquidity positions or, you know, like any, any sort of like high leverage positions. The problem with this architecture though was that it wasn't, it required a lot of the governance overhead and it wasn't particularly scalable. And so since then, they've sort of like refactored it into what they call their credit accounts, where essentially you can, much much like you would with um, so like a centralized exchange, you can just fund your account, which is minted as an NFT, with you know any sort of position, whether that's, that's LP tokens, um, native assets, liquid staked assets, and such. And then your entire account contributes to your margin, and you can then use this to uh, margin trade so that you can take, you know, a bunch of leverage on your um, trades with, you know, anything that's valuable that you have that serve as a as a collateral type to help you keep these position healthy. Um, and what that enables in the future is Mars contributors are, are working on a potential per implementation, which will allow you to sort of like combine these benefits, right? And so once you've built, um, you know, a great spot liquidity plus a great um, so like leverage trading venue on a great perps protocol, and you have this kind of like credit account primitive to tie them up. There's a number of um, strategies that you can employ to have like really interesting sort of like exposures, right? So, um, you know, I, I think there's a world in which we're able to do, to build a product that feels and is, you know, nearly as lucrative as Anchor was, um, but you know, in a sustainable way, actually. Um, that's kind of like one of the things that, that we've been driving towards as an ecosystem and which I'm very excited about. Um, and then there's a bunch of others, right? So like Apollo, um, Fish and Finance, um, DAODAO as well is is pretty, is a interesting alternative for, for, for DAOs. Um, and, you know, like Amulet is doing fixed, um, fixed rates loans. Um, and yeah, I'll spare you the, the tidbits, but yeah, there's a bunch of protocols that are in the process of launching on, on, on Neutron. So, you know, the, the more 
easily will be for for enterprise DAOs to interact with them, the the cooler it will be. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and and we already have DAOs that are you know deploying liquidity across the different chains. Um, Lion DAOs used quite a bit of chains and 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 DEXs to deploy LPs. And so um, I think you know is is this feature with Mars already out? Or is that coming through? Um, you well purposes. Perhaps launching later this year, and coded accounts, I believe, uh, are live partially. Um, we I expect credit accounts Mars V two uh, to be live on Neutron in end of Q one this year. What does it take to be whitelisted for a credit account? Um, well, it doesn't take anything. That's that's the beauty of it. So basically, you just like once you've minted your account, you can just transfer anything into it. But for it to be able to contribute to your mar margin, the asset needs to be waitlisted on um, on the so like the the money market side of Mars, essentially, right? So it's like you can transfer anything and use mm. that to enter any sort of position. Um, and as soon as it's listed as collateral, then it also contributes to your margin. I see. So that, that's actually going to be really interesting then, because since it's permissionless, we might be able to see like quite a quite a few DAOs and quite a you know large group of people actually try that out, um, which is much better than their V1. Yeah, absolutely, and I think it it also potentially enables stuff like 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 composite interesting compositions whereby, for example, you could have enterprise. DAOs that register that you know like mint a um, a funding account like uh, for on on Mars a credit account on Mars um, deposit some of their treasury in there um, and then use that margin to for example like diverse like obtain some stable coins or other tokens that they don't already have exposure to either to take on sort of like long term positions or to enter agreements with other DAOs right so you could have um, enterprise DAOs doing covenants with TimeWave, um, again, like with each other to sort of like co-provide liquidity together and then use the liquidity that they've provided together to borrow something and then deploy that or, you know, use it in how, however they please, right? So good, like you could use the agreements themselves, that value that has been locked into the system as collateral for loans, right? If you do it conservatively and such. Um, so there's a bunch of layers that you can add on top of each other to really allow DAOs and businesses on chain to have like very granular control of their finances, essentially, and their diplomatic relationships, I guess. Yeah, wow. That's, I mean, yeah, everybody's been with the Mars team for a long time. That's, 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 uh, those are some really cool ideas. I'm pretty excited to see those. Uh, yeah, keep, keep developing. Um, Great. Uh, is there anything else cool happening in the uh, the Neutron ecosystem that you that you want to talk about, or any other any other questions on the um, kind of enterprise side? When airdrop? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a token, so I'll throw that question back at you. When airdrop? Already done. <laughs> when airdrop? Me too. No, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, just 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 kidding. Um, no, I, I think that's super interesting. Um, I, I think this is going to lead to like a, a bunch of innovation on the, on the DAO and sort of like entity management side. There, there's another project I think that's quite interesting that's taking a slight 
slightly different approach, like answering different problems, but that that might be fairly synergistic, which is, I think it's called Metalex. Maybe it's a bit of an alpha. I'm not sure I'm supposed to talk about it, but it's the idea that by combining, um, you know, like one of the problems of pure DAOs and one of their features, I guess, as well, is that they're not legal entities, right? They're just on-chain constructs that enforce their own rules on-chain. And there's this kind of like idea that's accepted in the um, in the ecosystem that like code, code is law. But that has a few downsides, right? In the sense that if you work for a DAO, um, there's very little, little protection for you for what the DAO does if you're a member of that DAO. And so there's there are lawyers in the space who think by combining by combining um, DAOs, so like programmatically enforced rules for organizations with kind of like agreements that are built around these rules to sort of like make them exist in the legal realm, you can actually create like a new type of entity that is like, you know, crypto native, um, but that is also able to work when it comes to like the, the legal realm that already exists so that you can have like, you know, beneficial properties such as the fact that you know, these DAOs are now able to have legal agreements with other types of entity that are not on-chain first um, to have, like, protection for their contributors and, and that kind of stuff, right? What do you think about the, this approach? I, I think that that's really interesting. Um, you know, the reason we actually developed Enterprise DAO um, to take this system is because we kind of just research what the best in class tech is um, at the moment. And when we built enterprise, like, you know, CW3s and, and token staking DAOs and things like that, that was like the peak of innovation at that time. Um, but what I will say is that we're looking to innovate on the DAO front as well. So it's not just, you know, UX and dumping a bunch of features on people. Um, it's making improvements like that. Like, how do we actually get something more usable? Um, how do we make it more secure? Um, secure both in the sense of, you know, recovering um, if you forget like your mnemonics or, or you lose access to something um, or even security in the legal realm. And I think, you know, um, once there is a standard for that type of stuff um, and, you know, once we can see that there's proof that like, you know, um, using this framework, DAOs are actually able to um, go ahead and like purchase uh, a brick and mortar business, for example, um, then I think that that's something that we should really take a look at as well. Um, because at Enterprise, we really do want to take the best innovations and, and the best in class as far as tech um, and, and as far as even legal innovations go. Um, but like I, I think at the moment we just need to see some examples of that in in, in play and and see some examples and and see those types of DAOs in action. But I'm very excited to actually see how that works. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and as, especially given how shifting the regulations have been. Like I think you know your your position is very reasonable. Um, I think you, you mentioned like you know beyond UX and abstracting cross-chain you want to be innovating on the DAO layer right like coordinating people in an, in an entity to do something right what what are so like the I, i'd go as far as to ask you for like 
your ideas, the things that you want to build, but maybe you don't want to leak the secret sauce. Um, so, you know, in default of that, um, what do you think are like the fundamental problems that need to be addressed? Yeah, so number one, I think that the way that wallets function um, at its core um, is problematic for most people in the world. Like everybody who isn't in crypto kind of struggles with the idea of like mnemonics and, and writing these words down and the fact that there's no recovery and things like that. I really think we need to innovate on that front. Um, and I think that goes um, hand in hand with DAOs as well. I think there needs to be some sort of smart layer, um, obviously optional, like if you really wanna, you know, um, go to the core and, and you know, keep using these primitives, you can go ahead and do that. Um, but I think we really need to open up access to, to most people in the world. And I think by, by um, tackling this problem, we can gain more adoption and people will feel safer on chain. Um, there's already talks of, you know, um, I know other chains and, and other teams have been building uh, smart accounts and, and smart wallets and things like that. Um, you know, smart contract wallets, things like that. Um, and, you know, with different recovery modes, different ways of signing, I think all of that is super important. Um, and I think that that's something that we can innovate on um, in the DAO front as well. Uh, but I think that's actually kind of a big problem. Like, literally just go to any person down the street and ask them to create a wallet and say, okay, these 24 words are um, the only thing you have, um, you know, protecting your entire network. And they're probably not going to like that. Um, you know, there there is this balance between like uh, security and and privacy and and also convenience. I think we are like relatively secure. Like if you can keep that mnemonic secure, um, but I think for most users, like what they prefer is this this um, um, the, this feeling of safety in terms of like recovery, um, because a lot of people are forgetful and and most people don't pay as much attention to this as we do, and so. I think innovation on that front is super important. Yeah, I would I would tend to agree. I mean, I think in what we've seen at least in the past few decades is that I think you know we're as humans we're very um, we're often eager to trade security, privacy, and a few other of these aspects for like ergonomics, really. Um, so I, I don't see why it would play out differently for crypto either. Yeah, and, and I, I do want to mention that I think for crypto, it's really important to always have the option of being as secure as you want to be. Um, but then for those that would like more convenience or um, let's just call it convenience and ergonomics, um, for people that want that, I think that option should also be available. Um, I honestly, I prefer security and privacy, but I do know for a fact that, um, you know, family members might not prefer that as much, especially those that are not as technically apt as we are. Well, I'm not technically apt. <laughs> Definitely more than they are though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, all right, I'll take it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we have a bunch of people in the audience. Maybe it makes sense to, to see if we have um, any anyone who's up to ask some some questions. I think this was, like, super interesting. Like, I personally learned a lot about, like, Enterprise, how it works in the background. Um, I've been trying it out uh, a couple of times, but I'll, I'll definitely go and 
and try the latest features that have been released. I found them quite interesting. Um, and I like the, the way you've architected the, the solution. So perhaps we have more curious folks in the audience as well. Yeah, absolutely. If anybody uh, has a question, you can either drop it in the, um, in the replies to this uh, space or just request to, to come up and speak and we'll, we'll hear it firsthand um, while we're letting people uh, throw some questions in there or request to speak. Um, I want to say we've got uh, some, some uh, updates that are coming down the pipe uh, for, uh, for Enterprise. I say stalling until I get to my big list of things. There it is. Uh, so the whole time we've been talking about uh, for the, the governance, uh, token staking. Um, so that's the thing that's going to be added here in uh, uh, a couple of hours is uh, staking tokens and using those for governance. Um, NFTs uh, still coming. So those are, you can do that with Terra NFTs right now, um, but we're going to bring all of that same functionality. The the, the great um, user experience um, to staking NFTs uh, on other chains as well. So uh, before too long, a Neutron DAO with uh, Neutron NFTs uh, would be able to use Enterprise and do all of the same fun stuff. Um, or is probably going to be the case, Lost Argus ones. Uh, that's where the NFTs are. Uh, we are also, of course, are working with the uh, Pulsar finance team. So put a bunch of Pulsar portfolio uh, functionality uh, in, straight into Enterprise, which is going to be really, really good. Uh, and then uh, there's going to be some, some kind of more, uh, for lack of a better word, Enterprise-ish uh, features, uh, like token locking, vesting, uh, rewarding uh, members for, for staying active in governance. Um, I'm really excited about that one, and I know uh, is as well. So, got some of those things coming down the pipe. Uh, let's see, haven't got any questions yet. I do have a question, actually. Oh, good. Um, I mean, actually, maybe this is more frustration, but uh, you know, maybe there's interactions with you guys as well. Um, do you guys integrate with DEXs to swap any of the like for for these treasury services? Um, like like for swaps within the wallet. Uh, within the within the wallet or for the treasury itself, if you offer that kind of functionality yet. Oh right, so um. Right now, we actually use Skip, um, and we, we generate a route using Skip. This is both for Enterprise and Station, and wherever that route takes us is essentially uh, where we go. And so um, I assume their algorithm goes by, by fees and liquidity, um, as well as number of hops, and they, they probably have some combination of that. Um, but we don't interact with DEXs um, directly. It's, it's all done through Skip. Gosh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's good tech they're building. We like the skip folks. Yeah, they're they're really nice. It's it's very very clean. Uh, let's see, we got uh, Megumi is going to come up here and ask a question. Hello, Megumi. What's your question? Yes, um, this is a question more for the Neutron team. I'm new to the Neutron ecosystem. Is there I is there other plans 
for staking? Is there are there are there is there already staking? I'm I'm looking at my Kepler wallet. I'm like it must be missing something. Uh, is there any way to help validate the neutron ecosystem? Hey, that, that's a great question actually. So neutron is a bit different from most Cosmos chains because it's secured by another chain. It's secured by Cosmos Hub actually. So if you want to contribute to securing neutron and earn staking yield then you can buy Atom tokens and stake them on Cosmos Hub. Um, as a result of this, you'll be securing the Cosmos Hub and earning rewards from this, but you'll also be securing and earning some rewards from Neutron and Stride, right? So it's like the Cosmos Hub securing those three blockchains. Now, in terms of like the Interion token, um, if you like first, you can deposit it. It's, so contrary to staking, you don't have to lock it because we don't need to ensure um, sort of like game theoretical security um, of the block production um, by locking your tokens. But you can deposit it and withdraw at any time um, in governance if you want to participate in the governance process and the votes on Neutron. Um, to do so, you can find the links on our website, neutron.org. Um, the link is pretty straightforward. It's governance.neutron.org. Um, so that's for today. And then in the future, it's not impossible that there will be some form of staking for Neutron, not for not necessarily for the chain itself, but more so because proof of stake is a very useful mechanism for a number of, of things, right? And so, for example, you could have um, rollups on Neutron, like Shogun and a few others that are launching that use Neutron staking as a way to select which sequencer should be sequencing for a given period of time, right? Um, so yeah, there are likely we will be staking like mechanisms in the future, but currently it's secured by replicated security and will be for the foreseeable future. So if you want to secure the Neutron network, you can do so with Atom on the Cosmos side. Thank you, that Thank you so much. That, that, that answers my questions perfectly. I do have one last one last question. I'm trying. I'm trying. I was trying to formulate it as you're as you're speaking. My my main question is basically, um, in the gist of the question is, um, do you see the demand um, rising for this mo the modular, um, I guess system or mechanism that that is now being popularized with like celestial neutron and things of like that things like that. Uh, what do you mean by modular mechanism? Do you mean, or do you, like just the um, not mechan me me mechanism, uh, just the structure? I, I would say. Do you see that? Um, I guess um, these apps that could have had their could could have just done an app are now moving towards to do an app chain and using Neutron and Celestial and things like that. Um, yeah, I, th I think that's a really good question. Um, I mean, it's kind of like a topic on, uh, of its own, so I'll keep it very brief. But I do think it has a lot of merit. Um, like, I think, you know, the main value proposition of the, the ecosystem as a whole, Cosmos ecosystem, is that it allows applications to have more granular control over the technologies that they use and that they run on. Um, and, you know, modularity is kind of like a way of striking a balance between the overhead, the cost of, you know, having an entire blockchain dedicated to doing one thing and the customizability and the power that that gives you, right? Um, so that's kind of like one of the solutions, right? Neutron is, 
in the sense like uh, an alternative solution in the sense that it allows you to build with small contracts like you would on Terra and therefore, you know, benefit from the ability to like ship fast, have standardized processes, um, ship with a much lower overhead and such, um, but also to benefit from very advanced features that are, you know, that only an app chain can provide kind of. So like native crossing integration, um, automation, uh, block construction kind of processes and stuff like this so that you can have kind of like the best of both worlds, kind of the power of an app chain, but also the ease of building of a small contract essentially. Um, so yeah, I think it will remain relevant. Um, I do think that like what was depicted as like monolithic last year is probably going to get back onto the um, sort of like the public discourse with kind of like a, a, a response to the criticisms um, and I think like what, what we're trying to do at least is to, rather than, you know, be monolithic, what we're trying to do is like, we're trying to provide an integrated way of building applications at scale, essentially. Thank you so much, Dan, excellent question. Yeah, thanks for the great questions. Yeah, amazing. Uh, we have one other question in the chat as well. Uh, probably make this in the last one. Um, Coin Landing says, uh, what does enterprise think about subscription DAOs? Think Patreon, but on chain. Vlad, um, what do you think? Um, what does the enterprise think about that? Um, from like an enterprise product perspective, hmm, subscriptions. I think that I'm not sure how that would fit exactly into enterprise. Um, as a product, I think it would be cool to have um, on Terra um, as as kind of a separate application. Um, but there might also be merit to subscribing to a DAO or a service that a DAO offers. Um, I think there are ways to build it, and and I think it's a cool idea. Um, I'm just not sure that enterprise will be building it in, in into our product in in the near future. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's that's a good um, you know initial thought. It might be something that is separate, but that a DAO might want to use. So so we'll just use we'll just say a DAO you know decides to go use Patreon. Um, I mean, they could right now. Uh, like, but links that says, "Hey, subscribe to the DAO on Patreon," uh, so they could uh, be a way to to you know distribute content and, and do things like that. Obviously, an on-chain one would have um, you know extra uh, features, uh, specifically around you know on-chain elements, and, and maybe that's around if you belong to a certain you know DAO. So it could it could fit within a DAO framework. It could be a separate thing. Um, I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Additional cheeky question. How does enterprise think about on-chain OnlyFans? Well, we were just talking about legal stuff and bringing that up, geez. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> I mean, is that not just a Patreon on-chain with uh, different marketing? So same answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, on that note, um, thank you everybody for, for joining, for, uh, for, and for coming. Uh,
Oops, uh, mute myself. Uh, for coming and uh, you know, chatting with us. Uh, thank you, Vlad, as always. Uh, if anybody is interested in uh, Enterprise Down, you haven't checked it out yet, go to enterprise.money. Uh, that will uh, tell you all about it. Uh, like I said, we also are going to have an update drop uh, just a, a few hours, uh, if not sooner. So uh, follow uh, Enterprise Down on, on Twitter. Uh, you'll you'll hear about that just as soon as it happens. Uh, and check out dial.enterprise.money uh, if you just want to go straight to the app and see what some of the, the cool ones, uh, you know, cool DAOs that are on there. Uh, Space, why do you want to, to have a last last thought, last comment, chill anything? Sure. Um, well, just thank you for inviting us and kudos for the, the great work. I'm looking forward to seeing Enterprise flourish and to seeing a bunch of enterprise DAOs on, on Neutron as well. I think it's going to be super interesting. And happy new year, I guess. Yeah, likewise. I appreciate you coming on. And um, thanks for the interesting discussion. It's always a lot of fun um, talking to you guys and and look forward to what you guys have you know, releasing on the chain. Uh, do let us know um, if there's something interesting that our DAOs could, could um, participate in and, and use. Um, apart from what we've mentioned today, um, would be super interested in hearing that. And, you know, even if there's something that, you know, would benefit of having like a custom proposal type in enterprise, um, we would love to hear ideas about that too. Makes sense. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll keep on the lookout for that. All right. Well, then, uh, thank you so much, everybody, for joining. Um... Make sure to, like I said, follow Enterprise Follow, uh, Neutron underscore org as well on Twitter so you can see all their cool information. And uh, we'll, we'll see y'all again soon. Cheers. Later. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these tokenomics. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting honest. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss. It's all moss, and I'm liking the odds. Fondue in the morning, forming mycological bonds. Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come, first serve mentality. The teeth stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few C's And then we'll round up the B
beast and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.